Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello. Now, a few weeks ago, I did an episode on how to get yourself featured on other podcasts as a guest, some of the things that you can do. And I had a lovely lady called Andrea email me and ask me, if you do get a spot on somebody else's podcast, how can you make sure you're a good guest? Oh, Andrea, this is music to my podcasting ears because if you are already thinking about how you can provide great content for somebody else, you are streets ahead of so many others who just think, great, my voice on another show, more listeners for me. But if you want to have the biggest impact when you are featured on somebody else's show, you actually do need to think a lot about what you're bringing to the table. If you nail it and you're a fantastic guest, you will not only probably be asked back on that show, but there are probably people listening who have other shows that are like, damn, I want to get them on my podcast. So it is such a good idea to be thinking about how you can nail this before you sit down in front of a microphone. One of the things you should do when you first get accepted as a guest is to just flag with the host about whether they could send you an outline of the areas that you will touch on so that you can make sure that you're prepared. Please do not ask them or demand for a question list. Most hosts aren't going to want to give you a list of their questions. The reason is not because they want to trip you up. The reason is because there is nothing worse than sitting down with a guest who has prepared everything just according to the brief they were sent through. And then when you ask them anything in the moment, moment, freeze up and think, I haven't prepared that bit. That's not what you want as an interviewer. You want to be able to go where the wind takes you when you're sitting down with somebody. So you want a guest to be prepared, but you don't want them to be wedded to a script or thinking that this is how it's going to roll out. I'm going to answer this question, then this question, then this question. And if anything different happens in the moment, I'm going to flip out. I've had that happen so many times and it is jarring and very difficult to get any kind of natural chemistry going. So you want to be prepared, but you don't want to be wedded to a question list. Some interviewers will happily send the questions through ahead of time, and that's a process that they like to do. But if your interviewer isn't that person, then don't push for it, because actually I think better interview comes when somebody just knows the general areas, but isn't wedded to the questions. So definitely ask for the topics or themes you're going to be talking on so you can make sure that you have any case studies or you think about any great points for their listener, that's only going to help you be better prepared and bring more quality content to the table. So a host should really find that a helpful thing for somebody to ask. The other thing you can do is agree or suggest that you are happy to have a pre-interview if the host or their producer wants to chat to you ahead of time. That can be a very useful tool to have as an interviewer in your back pocket is actually having a pre-interview with someone where you can kind of mind the areas and work out where the best stories and content is before you do the actual interview so you don't waste time when you're recording. So if that's something that you are willing to do, then by all means, offer it up and say to them, hey, if you want to have a 15-minute chat, then I'm open to doing that before we actually do the interview. The other thing that is a great thing when you have a podcast guest is when they have a decent microphone. Now, if this is something that you want to make a habit of, you want to be a guest on plenty of podcasts, then the old cost per user 
argument comes in here because you can buy a microphone for fairly cheap that is going to serve you well and you will just be a better guest for an interviewer. There is nothing worse than really crappy audio. If you are somebody who hosts a show, you care about your audio quality, you want it to sound as good as it possibly can, then if you've got a guest who's got their own microphone and knows a little bit about sound quality and is thinking about the host and their show by providing them with decent audio, then that can really make you sound more professional on the show at the end of it and make your host's life that little bit easier when they're thinking, oh gosh, it sounds so bad and there's nothing I can do about it now. You can grab a really simple, easy USB microphone and plug it in and away you go for under $200. So you don't have to spend a huge amount of money, but it's always helpful as a host to have a guest who has their own microphone. The other thing some guests I find feel is that they need to be sort of overly formal to come across as professional. I have yet to meet a podcaster who would not just like you to be relaxed and conversational. That is easier said than done sometimes when you're crapping it and you're doing your first interview. If you know you're going to be nervous, maybe just ask a friend to kind of practice interview you or do whatever you can to try and make that first chat with somebody behind the microphone less daunting. That's where offering yourself up for a pre-interview can actually help you a lot as well as the host because not only does it allow them to question you and work out what the best stories or information that you've got is, but also it just allows you to build rapport with them so that when you're talking to them for the first time, it's not so scary because you're not kind of going on the first date when you're actually doing the proper interview. So that can be quite helpful if you want to feel less kind of nervy. I know it's hard to say to somebody, don't be nervous. Oh, okay, then right. I'll just switch off these internal feelings I have no control over. So I appreciate that that's not the best advice to be giving. But if you can do something, whether it's offering a pre-interview, sitting down with a friend and doing a practice interview, really making sure that you're prepped so that you know the areas that you want to touch on, all of those things, anything that you can do to just make that record less daunting will help you come across as a much better guest and to just have a natural conversation, which is what most hosts are looking for. The whole point of pitching yourself to other shows is that ideally you want the people listening to those shows to come and check out your podcast. And the only way they're going to do that is if you come across in a really relaxed, natural way, like you and the host that they already like are friends. And so you need to sort of do whatever you can to remove those crummy nerves that can trip us up and make us feel like we need to be talking very formally because we're crapping ourselves underneath. So just think about what you can do to kind of relax a little bit. I don't know, maybe five minutes of the L meditation before you actually go on the interview could be super helpful to make you come across much better when you are sitting down with the host. After the interview is over, make sure you ask them for links to the show, the episode when it's live, any assets that they have. They might make a bunch of social media assets that you are more than happy to put on your feed. They also might make some that just don't suit the brand of your feed. So feel free to design your own in Canva. You can shoot them across to them and say, hey, I've just sort of designed something that's a little bit more fitting with my brand colors. Do you mind if I post this? 
Hosts love it when you share their show. So while you are on their program and getting in front of their audience, you sharing their show out on your social media feeds and with your email list or on your website gives them a benefit too and you want it to be an exchange. So that's really going to be helpful for them and is going to make them feel like it was really worth having you on the show, particularly if you bring great content in the actual interview as well. And then feel free to invite them as a guest on your show. If you guys got along really well, if you think they'd also have some great content for your audience, then get them on your show. It's a really lovely thing to do to have somebody on your show. Naturally, you probably don't want to have it one week after the other uh, because you want to share to your audience that you are on their show, get people to go and listen to their show as well. But maybe you could record something and then in a few months time, you could drop that episode in your feed as well. It can give you a little bit of content as well as a way to spook your show on another podcast. Oh, and a quick little trap for young players. If you are being recorded via a remote recording platform like Squadcast or Zencaster, uh, just a note that it is usually best if you stay in the program to make sure that the audio file downloads. So be a guest who sticks around and waits until the audio uploads because otherwise if you click out and go, bye, okay, see you later, maybe sometimes at the end we can all get a bit nervous and go, okay, I don't know what to do. Well, I'll leave the meeting. Sometimes if you do that, you can actually get rid of the audio, which is of no help to anyone because basically if you're going to sit down for an hour or something, you'd like to record it. So just be mindful of that. Hope that's helped you think about how to be a good guest when somebody kindly invites you on their show. You can check out my online podcasting course, Pod School, for more in-depth help with your podcast, taking you step-by-step all the way through from idea generation to monetization. That rhymes. You'll find all the details at podschool.com.au. I'm opening the course up again at the end of September. So if you jump on the website there, you can pop your name down on the wait list and you'll get an email as soon as the course opens again. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 